my friends, I'm Jill Rohrbaugh, and you're listening to the Growing in Goodness podcast. If you're looking to live life with a peace that surpasses all understanding as you navigate motherhood and marriage, all while growing your faith in every area, then this is the podcast for you. Listen in. God, why am I lacking joy? I prayed. Because you have yet to pursue joy right where you are, was his response. Oh, Lord, how you humble me, I said. So too often I look for joy outside of where I am. Anyone else? I often buy the lie that my joy lies somewhere else, especially as a stay-at-home mom. I look forward to when I'm out next by myself or when my next break or the next time I get to go do something for myself is. I think my joy lies in the future most of the time. Like it's something I have yet to get to. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of days filled with joy and thankfulness in my life, but my thoughts and my heart aren't necessarily seeing that as the joy I'm searching for, so to say. But why? Why do we look at our lives this way? I can't help but be convicted about and think about Paul in Philippians 4. Here is a man who has been said to be in prison in the most disgusting of conditions. And he reminds us to always be joyful in Philippians 4.4. And then he goes on in verse six and he says, don't worry about anything. Instead, just pray and you'll have God's peace. I mean, if I was beaten on multiple accounts because I love Jesus and I was imprisoned in urine and feces because I love Jesus, I don't know if I'd be saying the same thing. To be honest, I don't know that I even say that now and I'm in great conditions. Then lastly, Paul says, not that I was ever in need for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty with plenty or little for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Philippians 4, 11 to 13. This was a man on mission for God. It didn't matter where he was or what his circumstances were. His joy was in the Lord right where he was at any given moment. All I can think of when I read Paul's word is, man, I have so far to go in this Christian walk of mine. My joy and my mission can often go off the track as soon as a kid spills their milk at breakfast. After God responded to me that day, I began to think about what it would look like if I really pursued joy right in my home. What would it look like if I didn't look outside of where God had me to look for joy? The more I thought about it, It would look like having a lot more fun with my kids. It would look like finding ways to laugh more in my home. 
and I would give generously from a place of excitement instead of a place of grumbling. I would look forward to waking up to a house full of kids instead of being overwhelmed by them because I would know that my joy was right there in that day. If I'm on mission for Christ, my seasons of life are never in vain. Every single day, our feet are planted right where God put them. I believe my feet are right where God put them. And if that's the case, then I know he is inviting me to join him in his work right there. And that should be exciting. So no matter where God puts me, whether it's on the mission field in El Salvador, in a house full of kids, or even in a hospital bed, he's never asking me to look for an escape route. His desire is that I ask him, what do you want me to do right here today? And then as soon as I accept his mission, I find that my joy, my peace, and my salvation are all restored. We must remember his promises to us. I mean, I believe that promise in Jeremiah 29, 11, when he says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. But I have to remind myself that I can't enjoy his plan if I'm not willing to follow it. So your reminder today is if you want to live a life on mission for God, and if you're in a season where you feel stuck, I encourage you today to take a different perspective by doing these four things. The first one is, number one, ask God into your situation. Whatever your situation looks like, ask God into it. Number two, ask God to show you why he has you there. Number three, ask God exactly what he wants from you there. And number four, lastly, write down three ways you will infuse joy exactly where you are today. And I think this would be helpful to do until we really start enjoying the place that God has us. I'm going to do it along with you. And then I wanted to add a few tips um, for being a joyful mama, things that have helped me. Being in the mom game now for six years, which is crazy to think, I have found so many things that bring me joy right where I am. And so I thought giving you my list could help you. The first one is, number one, wake up before the kids. Alone time to pray and have your coffee and meditate on what you're thankful for can be a serious game changer. And I did a previous episode um, on this and you can find it um, in the show notes. Number two, work out. Whether it's a 20-minute stroller walk with your little ones or a 20-minute online workout, do it. You will find you're feeling strong physically and mentally and you will feel energized. It Nothing changes your mood like a workout. 
And nothing makes you feel stronger than knowing you've done that day after day. My favorite currently now is Yoga Sculpt from the Tone It App, Tone It Up app. Um, I will link that in the show notes as well. But you feel you're at the beach looking at blue waters while you do it because they're literally like, I don't know where they're at, but it's gorgeous. And the beach alone puts me in a great mood. Um, Number three, self-improvement. I love listening to self-improvement books from Audible or podcasts that encourage my role as a mom. So my favorite mama podcasts are Risen Motherhood and Finding Joy in Your Home, which I also put in the show notes. And number four, reading. Reading. When I tell you I never read until I was 31 years old, I'm telling you the truth. The most I read were Facebook comments and magazines. That's a that is the truth. But it's honestly a testimony of who God is. I asked for wisdom and he gave me a burning desire for books. Now my book collection is ridiculous. I can't even keep up with the books that I buy. That's how much I love them. But um, a couple of books that have really helped me with my motherhood journey and helped me be a more more joyful mom is Satisfied um, by Alyssa Bethke. It taught me about being satisfied right where I am. It's a beautiful book. I wish I could buy one for every mama I know. And it's so pretty. It makes a gorgeous coffee table book as well. And then the second one is The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. I also put that in the show notes. Um, it's about making wise decisions in the midst of endless demands. See, I was a people pleaser and saying no was really hard for me and still it sometimes is, but this book helped me so much and it helped me leave room to love my family better and um, just live from a place of rest and joy. And then number five, devotionals. Get some devotionals. When I need to refocus or just have a little time in the morning before the kids wake up, to meditate on God's words, these help me immensely. These are short little um, devotions um, with scripture and some application, and they take five minutes at the most to read. And my two favorites are the pocket devotional for women and moments with God for moms. Um, My sixth tip out of seven, so we're almost there, is eat well and drink water. What we put in our bodies matters. When we are loaded with caffeine and sugar, we can go from full of anxiety to down in a lazy slump. And I have experienced that time and time again. And it's so important to feel good inside when we're dealing with, you know, children and and a lot of things um, and a lot of demands. So when I eat well and drink a lot of water, I mean, I am a more joyful person. And then the last one is protect your gates. And when I say protect your gates, this goes for who you let in your life to what you watch, read, and devote time to consuming. So one thing I've learned is whatever we put in our bodies and minds will set up shop and live there. So we must consume what is good. I Do not need the media living rent-free in my mind and my body. 2020 taught me a lot about this. Um, So those are my seven tips, and I hope these seven tips help ignite a change in your journey to a more joyful motherhood and a more joyful life. It 100% did for me. And 
all of these seven tips, just this goes without saying, is have a healthy balance of them. Um, You know, working out should be enjoyable. Eating well should be enjoyable. Um, You know, don't bog yourself down with listening and reading to so much that you can't even concentrate on, you know, what you just took in, like really take things in. Um, so all of these should be done in a very healthy way, not, you know, to be skinny and not to know everything, um, everything, um, that we do should be in a healthy way and also ask God for discernment in those areas. Um, I hope this helped you. I hope you have a great day and I'm just going to close this in prayer. Dear God, we just thank you. Uh, for this journey of motherhood, we know that joy can be found right where we are and that you put us on mission right here in our homes and wherever you have us, we are on a mission for you, Lord, and that we should be excited about. Don't let us forget that. Etch that in our minds so that it stays with us forever. We just love you and we just thank you and we just love you for you and your powerful, holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Growing in Goodness podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to share it with others so that others can grow in goodness. And it would be just such an honor if you would review this podcast um, to help others find us here. And it is such a joy to grow in goodness alongside other women mothers and wives in this journey of our faith. And I hope you have the best week and I'll see you here next time on Growing in Goodness.